Our dear Heavenly Father, we present ourselves to you now as followers of your Son yes. and desirous of the truth that you've given us to love. We ask your blessing on our gathering tonight. May we sense your presence here. Help our minds to be quick of understanding, mm -hmm. our faith to be strong. Help us to be attentive, Heavenly Father, listen well, mm -hmm. and contribute whenever we can. Mm -hmm. We thank you for the benefit of gathering together with those of kindred, son, love, and spirit. Amen. In Jesus' name, mm -hmm. amen. Amen. Well, tonight, um, I want to welcome the live stream brethren there. Um, we, we really appreciate your participation, and um, Sister Anita usually monitors it, and I try to monitor it, so if you have a question, we're very open to it. We are very thankful. We um, we know the Lord is, is um, working. He's, he's doing something. But we're, we haven't met just to meet. We're met to be built up in our most holy faith, and um, we're very pleased when the Lord blesses you as well on, online. Well, tonight we're going to go into the ninth plague. Now this is, um, we've witnessed a lot of different things that the Lord's done in these first eight plagues. And, um, and now he's, this is, we're going to see tonight a, a very strong distinction between light and darkness. Between what is what you in light you can do things in darkness well you just are very limited and um, the, the Lord talked about it talked about light and darkness so we're going to talk some about it tonight now really if you can see it right all of life is lived out in the presence of God mm -hmm. it, it, you can't hide it there's nothing you can do to um, live a life that's separate from God people say well I don't believe in God and so they think that they they somehow have escaped his gaze, but they haven't. They're living their lives out in the presence of God too. Now, some of them will be for condemnation. But unless a man comes to the knowledge and understanding of this, they'll actually seek after vain things. In other words, if your pursuit isn't to know God, he's going to make sure everything you do is vain. It's, not, it's going to be pointless. You're not going to have satisfaction so many times. People say, well, I just, you know, I just can't find peace. I just can't find satisfaction. Well, that's because you're not pursuing God. God does. He is satisfied. His word is satisfied. And um, living in Christ is a very satisfied life. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, now, the more believers are submissively, purposefully, and worshipfully exposed to the word of God. See, now that... There's a lot there. Mm -hmm. it, 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 God doesn't just expect you to read the text. He's expect you to, to plunge into it, to, to seek to understand it. That's and right. in order to do that, you're going to have to know God. Mm -hmm. And so, so all this is involved. But if a person just glances at it and says, okay, I've read it. No, see, you don't, you've just not even scratched the surface yet. See, that the word of God it has to be believed, has to be trusted in. You have to fully rely on it. In other words, if it says don't do this, you don't question it. You just do it. You just do what God says. Now that unlocks, as it were, a lot of a lot of peace in your soul, knowing that God said to do this. I'm doing it. Now you can rely on Him and trust. Even if you're 
Even if you're cast into a sick bed. I was talking to Brother David, Mule Lake. You know, they have a lot of illness over there, but that doesn't stop them. They meet every single night. Every single night. Now, how, why would they do that? Because they have a love for the truth. They want to see more. And so I'm, I'm, I was very encouraged to, to, to finally meet all their congregation over the phone. They helped them. I got to see them. And, and he asked me to give a word of comfort to each one of them. It was, it was a very, I was very comforted by that. And, and he gave us a message. He says, brother, tell them if nobody there wants to hear them. He says, there's a bunch of brethren here that want to hear you. So what a, what a privilege it is to serve God because he opens these things up that we couldn't even imagine. So now, the more you trust in his word, the more you're actually enabling the Holy Spirit to do a greater work in you. See, the Holy Spirit can only work with things that are of God. He doesn't say, well, but I want a big boat. Well, you're on your own. If you want a big boat, you want, you're want you on your own. If you can, you see what I'm saying? But see, if you want the, what God has, the Holy Spirit will open it up to you. Now, the question is, is what, what are you doing? Because according to what you're doing, if you're not doing anything, well, then what, what do you need to know all these deep things of God? You see what I'm saying? As you enter into doing the will of God and doing what he's called you to do, he'll give you the resources you need to do what he's called you to do. Amen. And I'm thankful for that. So God speaks to Moses again. Now, this is technically going to be the last time that he is going to speak to Pharaoh. This is, I mean, in this encounter, the ninth plague, after this, at the end, we'll see that he's, Pharaoh said, don't look, don't come and see my face anymore. If you do, I'm going to kill you. And Moses said, you have spoken rightly. You see, that Moses knows what's going on. Pharaoh is just reacting. It says, and the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. So, God, he made a distinction between light and darkness the day he created the world. Right. He made a distinction. He says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Now, we can see right there. See, he created the earth, and in and, and darkness, it was, our, it was there. God created the darkness. He, see, he, there, there's a verse here that says he creates darkness. He says, I form the light and create darkness. Now see, Satan, he, he's actively at work in the darkness. See, this is his realm. He's, a, yeah. he, he's a, the prince of darkness. But see, there isn't anything that is that God didn't do. God is the creator. God has set the stage for everything that his purpose wants accomplished to be done. And in order for that to happen, there was distinction between darkness and light. See, because God's going to be justified in all of his doings. It's going to be shown that he was perfectly just, that when people preferred darkness rather than light, he was just and condemning. I mean, God is just, and he's equitable. So now there are some who, th who actually think that Satan created the darkness. Okay? They, they, but see, the thing is, is that God has created all things in the, and, and now Satan he is he has the prince of darkness he is working in the darkness 
but it doesn't belong to him. In the end, he's going to have to give it up. He's going to go to his own place. He actually is going to be cast to the sides of the pit. And then he's not going to be able to do any more work. His day of work is over. I mean, he's been used for, by God for what he was called to do, and now he's going to be cast to the sides of the pit. But Isaiah was given those words that we just I just read about light and darkness. And, and this, he ends with this, I, the Lord, do all these things. So this is something that actually is give you a lot of confidence if you can see it, because see, you, you won't be fearful of, of things. Anything that comes upon you, God is managing it. You don't have to be fearful. Yeah, only God can create. Yes, amen. No other right. personality can create. Amen. Or That's ever right. has created. That's right, yeah. He's not a creator. He's the creator. Amen. You know, that's, a, that's a fundamental point now. Yes, it is. Yes, that's it's right. a fundamental point. Amen. Yeah, it, I think it, it uh, bears saying here, specifically in this Isaiah text, since I make peace and create evil, everything God made in the day that he made it was good. Yes, amen. So it, it, this is not... Uh, charging God mm -hmm. with wickedness. That's right. But rather, if God creates calamity, mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. he can, he, like Job talked about, in the evil day. Yes, amen. You know, that was a calamitous time. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he has used Satan. He, he, he manages all of these things according to his purpose. But in the day that Satan was created, yes, he had created him good. Yes. yes. Amen. Yeah, Amen. Uh, yeah, this, this Isaiah, this is post-creation. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. he didn't see a formed. Yeah, that's right. This is post-creation. Amen. So, so when there's spiritual darkness, yes, God's created. That's right. Amen. So see, he can blind whoever he will. And he can enlighten whoever he will. Because he's alone works this eternal yeah. purpose. He's the one that's doing it. And in the end, when, when we when we are given to see it, well, it'll be perfect. Yeah. We'll see every every time that we thought, well, I wonder what, it was perfect. So it is best to just trust God now. Just trust Him. He does all things well. And so if He's, if he's sent you something or, or delivered you from something, it's right to praise Him in both cases. Amen. Brother Robert. Yes. Speaking of the spiritual darkness, in Romans 1, 29, 21, there's a progression of people who didn't believe and they got further and further away from God. Mm, that's right. It's a progression of darkness. That's Verse right. 21 says, because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God. Neither were yeah. thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. Yes, amen. And their foolish heart amen. was darkened. Darkened. Amen. And Ephesians 4, 18 talks about Speaking of Gentiles, that would be you got Jews and Gentiles mm -hmm. and Christians. So in this, they're talking about Gentiles and people who are not believers in Christ. Mm -hmm. Says uh, we should henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkness. That's right. Yes. That's, that's right. Spiritual darkness. Amen. That's right. Yeah. This this will escape people because. You may ask the question, why don't they believe? Why can't they believe? They've been exposed. I'm mm -hmm. talking about being exposed to the truth. Yeah. This is why. Yes, amen. 
That's right. What we have, we've said it uh, many times, that the things that that we have access to through our senses mm -hmm. are but a, a likeness. Yes, that's right. A spiritual reality. Amen. Now, blindness, you can be right in front of something, and if you're blind, you don't see that's it. That's right. Amen. Well, same with the spirit. Mm -hmm. yeah. That it doesn't mean that there aren't spiritual things present or mm -hmm. going on or anything else. It means you don't have the capacity to really see yes. what's, yeah. what's happening and to Amen. seeing and understanding have a correlation also. Yes. Yeah, this is the truth that's very difficult to get a hold of. Mm -hmm. I can tell you. Yeah. I experienced that when, when people exposed to the truth do not believe it, mm -hmm. They're judged for not believing. That's right. They're Amen. Foolish, Amen. Foolish heart is dark. And mm -hmm. see, that's what happens. Yes. People, this is hard to grasp. Amen. Because yeah. it doesn't make sense to flesh. Yes, that's right. And now God is is showing us a real life example of that's what right. that is. That's right. They, okay, eight times, okay, Moses has gone before Pharaoh and has said, let my people go. God, the God of heaven, yeah. says, let my people go. Else, every time else. In other words, if you don't, this is what's going to happen. Now they have ignored it. I mean, they have lied and said, "Well, if you just okay, we'll do it. We, we admit we're sinful. You're you're righteous." But they changed their heart. Right, their heart was hardened, and so now we're witnessing a conclusion to that. See, this is this is right before we're going to have the tenth plague, and where. God's going to kill their firstborn. I mean, so these judgments, see, this is this is a righteous judgment that we're seeing. A righteous judgment. God's showing us if you won't live or, or obey me, I'll make you live in darkness. This is just what's going to happen. And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. Yeah. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Yeah. What a contrast. See, God is, he, he is going to stand up for his people. He is. It, see, his people are precious in his eyes. That, that, that They are. And so he does things for his people. And so it would behoove people to repent and become one of his people. See, technically he owns all of you. Every single person is, is his. All souls are mine. The, the light in Goshen mm -hmm. was indicative of God's presence with those people. Yes, that's, that's right. The darkness was the withdrawal. Amen. Anything, that's right. Anything that had to do with God from Amen. the Amen. Yes. Amen. That's what I was going to say. That's the, that's the fact is some people take a lifetime mm -hmm. to see it, that that's what's happened. Yeah, that's right, yes. They're trying to credit with the way you look, the way you spoke, the way you said you look. Uh -huh. They're trying to credit it to right. all kinds right. of other things, but this is what really happened. Amen, that's right, amen. So this is not just darkness like every other night. This yeah. is supernatural darkness, <laughs> okay? And, and, and it's going to affect them. And it can, it, it can be felt. It's it's it, not one of them escaped the feeling that was accompanied yeah. by this. So spiritual darkness is associated with ignorance and obtuseness. Yeah. 
Proverbs 4.19 says, The way of the wicked is as darkness, and they know not what they stumble. They don't, they're stumbling, but they can't figure it out is the point. That they keep doing the wrong thing over and over, and they just can't figure out why they do it. Some of them will go take, you know, some kind of recovery classes to try their best to try to do better. And they need to do better. They know themselves. They need to do better. But see, they can't. They can't do it. The flesh cannot figure out why bad things happen. They just can't do it. So all Egyptians will now sit in complete darkness for three days, and not one of the Egyptians' homes had any light in it. The whole nation had been shut down by God. Yeah, see, if you light a candle, it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't show light. It wouldn't. It wouldn't light. See, it was That's exactly right. It was an unnatural darkness. That's right. And uh, the, the darkness that can be felt, uh-huh. there's another quality to it. It yes. isn't just the lack of light. That's right. It's the things that dwell in darkness. That's right. Amen. And so, in the absence of God's presence, who do you think's presence is there? So they wouldn't get out of their beds. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't either. <laughs> they would be scared to death. There's fear. That's right. That's fear. See, that darkness still causes fear. Yes, that's right. Amen. In the in the in the flesh, in yes, the it flesh, does. it causes fear. Amen. So we know that not one candle would light because what it says, they saw not one another. Now, if you even had just a little light, we all know this. We've all experienced this. In a pitch black room, you just take just the smallest little light. You match. And just in, in a few minutes, you can see. They couldn't see. No. Not. There was no light. This was supernatural. Not they, Why does a candle light work? Because God makes it work. That's the only reason why. God made light. Let there be light. Now, and, and, and later he created the sun and everything. But see, this the very fact of something that it would burn and cause light, God created the ability for that. Well, here he withdrew it. it, it he would, it, God can do that. He's God. Anyway, he's showing us what it's like or, or what the environment is of darkness. See, if you could see everything that's in the darkness, well, it, it's very scary to put it that way. They, so, and, and in this, now see, in the, if, you, if you're an Egyptian and you have for a long time worshipped the sun god Ra or Amun-Ra, okay, you got to be wondering, where's he at? Why isn't he helping us? How did this happen? Well, I would conjecture that he's sitting in darkness too. See, because he was a construct of their own imagination. There is no sun god called Ra. It's just something that some, the devil made up so that they wouldn't worship God. They wouldn't be. They're so busy worshiping all these false gods. Here the God of heaven is, is right before them, and they will not acknowledge him. So what does he do? Total darkness. Okay, so now I've already said this, but it's worth repeating. It, the total darkness is accompanied by the prince of darkness. This is his domain. And actually God has, has allowed him to operate in this domain, darkness. So consider all the evil spirits that abide in the darkness. Well, there's a, I don't, there's a third of the angels you got to contend with right there. A third of the angels that defected from heaven dwell in darkness. Now, and so with great satisfaction, 
they will be able to torment a whole nation for three days. Uninterrupted, darkness only. Now in Psalm 78, 49, actually that chapter, he does bring up several things about this, uh, them, you know, about the deliverance from Egypt. And one of them was, he cast upon them the fierceness of his anger, wrath and indignation and trouble by sending evil angels among them. Wasn't that among Israel? Well, no, he was talking about flies and frogs and locusts. Yeah, it's a lot of different counts. The thing is, is go ahead. No, he he was uh, causing them to remember what God had done. Yeah, here he is. Okay. Right there, he's talking about. No, no, right Let's see what the 70s. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the way up to here, now he's talking about Israel. But then he's talking. It said they provoked him in the wilderness. All right. Yeah. How he brought his yeah, signs in Egypt. In other words, they... They were supposed to remember that. To Israel, they had to remember it because some of that, they tasted of some of that themselves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's... It, yeah, you heard this talking about right. it. Right. This night, they had light in their dwelling, mm-hmm. and, and they weren't being tormented this night. There wasn't any evil spirits attacking the light. This was the point. He's making a distinction. That God was with them in the light. So, but see, in this darkness, in fact, he he brings this up. He says, he gave their cattle also to the hail, which was the last plague, and their flocks to hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, and indignation, and trouble by sending evil angels among them. Okay, so the thing is, is that God's showing us something. That God, God's not complacent to this at all. If you ignore God, when God has given you such a great revelation, God is, he is, he is angry. His wrath waxes hot. As what does he do? He, what do you, hell or the lake of fire is a place of torment forever and ever and ever. And, and so this is, he just, this is a little picture of what it's like to have to live in darkness. They did it for three days. Now you would think after three days that they would they would repent. They would this is they would know. But see, flesh can't learn. See in that seventy eighth Psalm, mm-hmm. it 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 actually is telling Israel and yes. then for those that read, if they're yes. instructed by That's the right. Spirit not to do the same Amen. thing, not That's to exactly have the same right. spirit yes. as the Egyptians, because God's not going to change his demeanor. That's right. If Amen. anything, yes. if you've sinned against greater light, yes. your That's condemnation right. is greater. Yes. So now, in this night, see, I'm, I'm, if you just imagine yourself, and I know that this is just something, I like to do this, because if you put yourself there, 
Now, I know myself, I woke up in the middle of the night and had a, a, a really bad dream about this is worse than that. This is so much. This is a, a, something that can be felt. Yes. So, I mean, this way. Yeah, not felt with the hands. No. Felt in your soul. That's right. The terror. So if thoughts of despair and night terrors and foreboding dreams and sounds that would interrupt your sleep and visions of our greatest fears. Well, and now remember, we got the prince of darkness. We got, we got all these evil spirits. What are they doing? They're capitalizing on, on, on fear. That's what they capitalize on. Making you afraid. Making you in torment. You know. Yeah. Satan didn't send these. God sent God these. God sent them. Yes. God sent these. Amen. Evil spirits. That, so what they did, we have no idea. Yes. But it was, it's beyond it. It's beyond anything they can do. Yes. See, see God, God dispatches evil angels on the earth. That's right. Here he did to the Egyptians. That's right. He did some to Israel too. Oh yes, amen. Try. Right. He did do it to the extent of, it, yes. of Egypt, but you don't want to think about it. No. Right it says, "For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world." There's rulers in the darkness. You get in the darkness, and they'll have rule over you. This is the point. Like the Prince of Persia. Yes. That Michael and, and the angels were yes. fighting against. Yeah. Yes. There's spiritual wickedness in high, high places. places. That's where, and so see, they but they they're confined to an environment. That's exactly right. And so you That's don't exactly want to get right. in that environment. And so we see the thing is, is that anytime you're tempted, this is not something that the devil will bring up. Oh, by the way. As soon as you leave that environment, you're, you're, you become my subject, and now I can torment you. But for it says, for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. See, yes. this is just a fact. People may give an excuse for why they, they love darkness, but the fact is they hate the light. That's why their deeds are evil. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. See, the light shines in darkness, John 1, 5, and the darkness comprehended it not. Couldn't understand. You see, you're shut up to where you can't understand. You keep doing the same thing over and over and over. What can rescue that? Only Christ Jesus. And, and so in order to rescue it, you have to crucify the flesh. Yeah. And then he'll, he'll give you a new man, one that loves the light, that buys in the light looks forward to your fellowship with God in the light. And so then the prince of darkness has no reign over you. None at all. He tries to use tricks. You know, he tries to deceive you into doing something. But he can't make you do it. And well, what a good... <laughs> I love this. It says, but all the children of Israel, all of them, have light in their dwellings. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, when, when, when you're sitting in your house... And you're serving the Lord, there's light. There's light. You're in the light. See, it doesn't make any difference where you're at or is in the world. As long as you're in Christ and you're fellowshiping with God, you're in an environment where light can shine. In other words, God can give you an understanding of something you've been thinking about no matter where you're at. I'm sitting in the waiting room at VA and it hits me. I've been thinking about this thing. What does that mean? It means the Holy Spirit allowed me to see it. 
now I can do something with it. See, now I can be productive in me. Anyway, God's the only one who can make darkness light. We were once, we once walked in darkness. We were. And whether or not, you know, to whatever extent a person thinks, well, I didn't sin that much. No, you were in darkness. said we were dark. Yes, you were. And this is what it says. Isaiah 42, 16. And I will bring the blind by the way they knew not. I will lead them in paths that they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked things straight. These things will I do unto them and not forsake them. Now, we're kind of in that category because there wasn't any way for us to escape the, the realm of darkness on our own. No. There was no way. But he, he led us out of darkness. I still give thanks for that every time I read it. Consider the marvelous provision that these Hebrew slaves are now experiencing. Now, these, remember, 400 years they've been in bondage. And now God has favored them. I mean, it's apparent. He's favored them and um, is judging the Egyptians. Not so long ago they cried out because of the heavy burden of slavery and suffering. But now their God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has stood up for them. And now while their enemy sits in the darkness, they are enjoying the light which their God has supplied. Now, he's getting them ready to leave. See, they're, 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 they're getting ready to leave. And so when they go out, they're going to go out. They're not going to go out poor. <laughs> in, this next, in this next plague, Moses is going to tell them, borrow from your neighbors. You know, they're going to go out with a high hand and with substance. Jesus said this, and this is for people, now people who are living in the light, see there are some people who think, well once you get in the light, you're always in the light. You just, you're in the light, so you can never, they never fall, you're in the light. Jesus said, yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light. Lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth, knoweth not whither he goeth. So as long as we abide in this world, as long as we abide in this body, the vile body, we have to make war against the capacity to be lured into the darkness. Because there's a part of every one of us that is inclined to go to the darkness. It, 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 in other words, it has tasted of the darkness. And so there... There's a desire, and you're, oh man, you got a crucifix, you got to put him to death, or he will lead you back into the darkness. If you yeah. listen to him, he's not, he's not any more friendly today than he was the day you, you, you left him. He's still as hateful, he's still as, as, as envious of, you know, he's filled with everything that God hates. You're going to have to crucify that. Now, once you crucify it, does that mean it's just gone? No. See, when you're crucified, you don't die immediately. It's a slow death. You've got to keep crucifying him. As long as we abide in this world, that's kind of like that's kind of like your your first job. You want to look at it that way. You come into Christ. Your first thing is to keep under your body, keep your body in check. Is that so Robert? Yes. In First Peter chapter two, it says, so verse nine, that we should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into yes. His marvelous light. Amen. Yeah. That's right. And we, we should distinguish that way. Uh -huh. It's not the old man that walks in darkness, it's you that walk in darkness. If anyone's walking in darkness, they're walking in darkness. 
say that because some might mm -hmm. divert the attention and say, well, it's because of the old man. No, it's not because of the old man. It's because of them. Right. Well, there's... Well, just like God made a distinction between these two, yeah. there is a distinction between the spirit and the... And, and oh, there is, but there it's, it's, I understand what you're saying, yeah. but, but it's not... It's, that's not an explanation for sin. No, it's not an explanation for sin. It's, in fact, that's why he gives these exhortations. Yeah. They're pretty strong exhortations to crucify the flesh. It, it's still there, right? It's still a part of you. It's got to be crucified. Oh, yes. But the, the, the new man that's created in true holiness and righteousness, it's part of you too now. It, it's your new man. But yeah. but they abide in the same body. And um, so, yes, I absolutely agree. I, I found a verse uh -huh. Sister Jim mentioned. Yes. It says, Ephesians 5, 8. Mm -hmm. For ye were sometimes darkness. That's right. But now are ye light in the Lord. That's right. Amen. Walk Amen. as children of light. That's so right. Exhortation to Amen. Yeah, it goes along with what we're saying, what yes. we are. What That's we right. are, we're not two things, we're one thing. We possess right. a head, but that's not what we are. In salvation, God's making himself known, but only in the light. That's right. See, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they're wrought in God. When men refuse to live in the light of the knowledge of God, it's because they have given, been given over to the God of this world. See, this people, you don't want to play games with God. You don't want to dally. You say, well, just a little bit. It's not going to hurt. It, it's going to kill you. That's what it's going to do. It's like saying, I only took a little bit of arsenic. I'll be okay. No, it's going to kill you. You're silly. Silly person would do that. Someone who doesn't think before they do stuff. You know, run out in front of a train and say, well, it'll only hurt a little bit. Well, until you're dead. And then, see, you won't have, you'll be past feeling. And this is what sin does. It makes you past feeling. In other words, you, 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 it doesn't hurt anymore to sin. Now, when that, see, you get up high enough, you'll learn that God gives people over. Because they're not serious. They don't really love him. And he'll give them over to vile affection. We said in Romans 1, he, God can do that. So it should, a, a person should fear to offend God in any way, in anything. Because God is God, and we are not. So see, this thing, until, like that's why I said, as long as we have this body, this is something that, this is one of our, our occupations, is to crucify right. the part of you that wants to express sin. If you don't crucify it, it will. And you can provoke God. He gives, he's given us all things that pertain to life and God. We have everything that we need to crucify the flesh. Say, well, but I'm not a big evangelist. Crucify the flesh. Yeah. The scriptures tell us to cast off yes. the works of God. That's right. Now, that that is a picture also of... The, People who have refused to come to the light. Yes. Uh-huh. Why would God continue to strive with them? Yeah. We're told to cast off That's those right. words. There uh -huh. comes yeah. a point when God casts it off. Yes, amen. That's right. He doesn't forbear anymore. Yes, amen. Be the presence of the of the flesh, uh -huh. however you say it, accounts for temptation. That's right. It that's why we're tempted. That's right, amen. So yes. that's 
at the point you're tempted, yes. you're making a decision. It was used to do it. That's, That's right. Amen. Crucifixion is. Amen. The Amen. Be, yes. A sinner doesn't think about it. I won't go too far. Yeah. Because they only live for the moment. Yes, that's They're right. They're willing to sell their soul for just a moment. Of that's right. Amen. Fleshly says. Yes. Amen. That's why Jesus said this in John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. Yeah. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, yeah, but shall have the light that's of right. life. Amen. Now this is the, see this is, so the question is, is who, who are you following? Okay. Now if, if Jesus, if he's the light of the world and he's given you grace so that you can, you, you, you can, you can walk with him in the light. Well see, why would you want to go back to the, File things. Why? Because, like Brother Gibbons said, there's a part of you calling to you. Oh, yeah. Saying, come over here. No. We're going to crucify it. So now Pharaoh calls for Moses this one last time. This is what he says. Exodus 10, 24. And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your herds be stayed. Let your little ones go with you also. Remember last time he said, don't take the little ones. He says, they're going to be evil for on you. Yeah. Going to be trouble, in other words, if you take the little ones. But this now. That's your flock. Yeah. Now, after suffering through the darkness that could be felt, Pharaoh delivers unto Moses his greatest compromise yet. He said, well, from the beginning, he said, I will not let you go. He had no compromise at all. He just cast them out. But see, now after all these plagues, they have had an effect, but it hasn't been a lasting one. Moses says they could all go, the men and the women and the young. Isn't that what he thought? Well, that would be enough. Just leave your herds. Now, remember, these are these are the ones that God just saved, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, in doing this, there's, a, there's also um, mm -hmm. something that can be seen here. Mm -hmm. Pharaoh makes it look like, okay, you can serve your God. Mm -hmm. But then he is he's, uh, continuing to keep to himself the provision that the people could be living. That's right. So when you compromise, uh -huh. it may look like everything's fine. Yeah. But you're forsaking the the provisions that's that right. are necessary Amen. for you to continue in yes. life. Yes, that's right. Yeah, God didn't. See, God didn't tell Pharaoh I'm going to take him to, to another land. That's right. <laughs> and God told him to tell him you're going out there to, That's right. yeah. to, to serve me. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he, this is a guarantee you'll come back. Yeah, see? that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you take as many as you want, but yeah. just so you can come back. Exactly. <laughs> so now, Moses knows that a partial deliverance is no deliverance at all. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I really wish that a lot of people would see this. In our generation, they're preaching a partial gospel. They're saying things like, God understands the human condition. You see, God understands it. And because Jesus died for sin, well, then God is now satisfied with partial obedience. Now, they won't say that. Right. Okay. But see, this is a, they have a, as long as you have a covenantal relationship with God, then you're okay. Okay. Yeah. Whatever that means. That's no, another gospel. Yeah, that's right. See, they, that's right. They're giving you a part of the gospel, but actually, it's a, it's another gospel. Yes, amen. That's right. Now, the word from God is sin not, sin not. right? But they teach it is don't sin as much. Okay, mm -hmm. 
See, you can, you, it, through our teaching, okay, we have developed these programs that we can teach you to taper off. The only problem is nobody in there actually achieves the purpose. See, they say, well, why? I'm just, I'm not sinning as much as I used to. What, what does that mean? It means you haven't, you haven't, you're not abiding in Christ. You're not, you haven't believed the real gospel. Because the real gospel takes sin away. It doesn't allow you to live in it. Yes. Uh, one of the hymns would say, faith, faith, eternal yes, yes, joy. That's right. This writer uh -huh. had a sense of what you're teaching. Mm -hmm. Fade, fade, each earthly joy, Jesus is mine. Yes. Break every tender tie. Amen. Jesus is That's mine. It. Dark is the wilderness. Yes. Earth has no resting place. Jesus alone can bless. Yes. Jesus is mine. Amen. And the rest of the song is just as good. Yes, amen. <laughs> amen. Now, to Moses' credit, he believes God. See, now this is, this is Moses stands out. He believed what God said. Now, he doesn't have to go to God and say, what, what should I do? No, he, he believes what God told him. But what did God tell him? He, he tells uh, Pharaoh, he says, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. In other words, you're not going to, this is, you, we won't let you do this. We won't. We know we're going to go out there and we're going to sacrifice unto our God. We need the animals. Okay, now Moses this is what God told him. And thou, when thou shalt come, thou and thy elders of Israel, unto the king of Egypt, and ye shall say unto them, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath met with us, and now let us go. We beseech thee three days' journey to the wilderness, that we may sacrifice unto the Lord. He already told him. Yeah. This is what God told him to tell him. And so he did, and now so Pharaoh's trying to interrupt that. But see, behind the scenes, it's Satan trying to interrupt this. See, What's motivating Pharaoh to, to commit suicide, as it were? He has already destroyed his nation just because he wouldn't let him go. Who would do something like that? The devil would. Yeah. He's been working in him. And so God has set the stage to, to make this great distinction between light and darkness. What, what will move people to, to, to violate God? They're living in darkness. That's what and obedience, like Moses. See, Moses is just, all he's doing is obeying God. He, he didn't come up with this on his own, is, is what I'm saying. It, he knew what God required. Here's how God created man. Yes. God created man so man will unreservedly obey anyone they submit to. Yes. That's, that's how God made yes, That's how right. God made Yes. We're servants, yes. So if it's Satan? Yeah. You'll serve him. Amen. You'll serve him. Yes. But that is, as you point out, it's ironical. And he said, we're going to offer sacrifice. He said, yes. leave, leave, the, leave the sacrificial animals here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Moses, how does he answer? Like I said, he doesn't need to inquire of the Lord to answer. He knows what God told him. And see, that is enough. It is enough for us to navigate through this world to know what are the requirements of God. What What is the thing is, is that now the Holy Spirit is living in you. So you, these, these decisions really aren't as tough as a lot of people make them. The fact is, is that why do you yield to sin? Because there's a part of you that loves it. Okay? And now, so you don't say, well, but you know, it's just so hard. Well, if you're living in the light, if you're following and, you're, and you love God, 
See, that's the last thing you want. So see, it's a matter of what does a person really want, and life is just flushing it out. It's just bringing it to the surface. Why? So you can either repent of it, or you can be made known for who you are. So. Yes, it's whatsoever is light makes manifest. That's right, amen. So Moses lets Pharaoh know exactly why they must take the cattle. He says, our cattle also shall go with us. Yeah, they couldn't offer the Egyptians cattle. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Our cattle. That's right. These are the ones that God saved. You know, these were special cattle. <laughs> these cattle, you could say, had been delivered. They shall go with us. There shall not a hoof be left behind. <laughs> now, you see the determination. He's standing before this great pharaoh. It could make any difference at all. Anytime there's a herd of cattle yes. or horses, there's always hoofs. That's right. And they fall off. They fall off. <laughs> not <know>. a hoof. <laughs> not one. Not one. For therefore must we take to serve the Lord our God, and we know not with what we must serve the Lord until we come thither. <laughs> And we go there, we're leaving off our cattle here, and then yeah. the Lord requires that we've left it behind. He's, yeah. he's very careful. This is what we say when, when we're tempted to use our body. Say, we've got to take our body with yes. us. We've got to, we're going to present this as a sacrifice to God right. so we can't have our body. Amen. Amen. So see, he's, Moses is very careful. Oh, he, okay. He's very careful. He's. He, yes. Okay. Logically, wouldn't they have had to have taken their cattle because they would have had to have had perfect sacrifices? Because God didn't accept the cattle. Right, right. They had to have their cattle. That's right, yeah. And, and also, they're, they're, this was a, a means of food. Yeah. I mean, they had, so, I mean you're, you're going to send, Pharaoh would have sent them out there with nothing. Yeah. Exactly. And then, yeah. Well, and then to everything that pertained to Israel yes. was going to be taken out of Egypt. Amen. Everything right. that pertained to them. Yes, and amen. The, the point for the given made, mm -hmm. I was thinking along those lines too. Mm -hmm. Everything that pertains to, yes. to God uh, that, that we participate in mm -hmm. is going to be it's being taken out. Yes, amen. Yeah, the law hadn't been given yet about, yeah, that's right. about, about perfect sacrifice. Uh -huh. But I don't question that these cattle were intended to be yes. unusual cattle. Yes, amen. Not, not only that, God does not uh -huh. accept uh, that which is unclean. That's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. In a manner of speaking, God had sanctified these to That's be right. his yes. people and their possession their possessions uh -huh. by extension were were yes, considered yeah. by God yeah. as you know being associated with them, being That's sanctified. Right. Yeah. And so uh, just like just like with the tithe. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. This is being sanctified. That That's money right. is sanctified because it's the possession uh, and it's a clean yes. sacrifice Amen. because it is from the people. That's God right. doesn't want the heathens' money. Yeah, That's right. He doesn't want, if they can't offer a clean sacrifice yes. Amen. by anything. Mm -hmm. Now, now, this, oh, go ahead. Sister June, you just uh, provoked something in... Uh, 1 Corinthians 7, verse 14. Mm -hmm. It says, For the unbelieving husband 
is sanctified by the wife. Yeah. And the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. That's else, right. were your children unclean? Now right. they're holy. Amen. I understand that better because of the believers. Amen. Amen. So see, there's there's a Christian philosophy about families that mm-hmm. doesn't consider this. Yes, that's right. That's right. Brother Robin? Yes. It seems to me that when Pharaoh said that you're not taking your flocks and your herds, he, uh-huh. he's trying to disadvantage Moses because he knows Moses and the people need those for their yes. sacrifice. That's right. And this is this is how um, it is in our day, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those that are against us will try and remove things yes. from us to weaken our faith yes. uh-huh. and prevent right. us from worship and praising the Lord. Amen. That's right. Yes. That's right. Amen. Now, see, we don't have to guess whether that these were sanctified. God had preserved them. He killed all the other cattle. They're all dead now. But see, these were the... These were the Hebrew cattle, and God saved every one of them. Not one of them died. Not that you can't. This is a huge miracle that God did. And now these are the cattle that now He says you can't take. See, that was like Brother Marty said. This was an assault. Now this is this is what God does when God sanctifies you. Yes, He yes. sanctifies what you have. Amen. That's right. Amen. And so now it is to be presented unto the Lord. And given unto the Lord. Yeah. So, Moses knows that what the Lord has preserved, he expects to be given back to him. Now, Brother Gilbert just, just went over that. Yeah. See, when he, when he had preserved you, when he gave, he, he gave you a new man, crucified the flesh, put him on the cross... Now, he expects you now to use this body for him. That's exactly right. And this That's is exactly like Moses right. sees it. Moses sees this. We can't leave this behind because God has preserved That's it. That's right. And now we, it, it's like That's a part of us. This is the part yes. that's exceedingly difficult mm-hmm. for American Christians. You, you will be able to count on your hand people that mm-hmm. actually think this way. Yeah. Yeah. They treat they live as though their bodies were theirs. Yes. Amen. That's right. Oh, yeah. oh boy, this is good stuff, I'll tell you. Once you yeah. see this, yes. it, liber- it liberates you. Amen. That's right. You are not your own. Amen. You're bought with a price. Now so God hardens Pharaoh's heart. It says in Exodus ten twenty seven, in case someone's listening that thinks he doesn't do this. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Now, we should not be surprised or amazed at the hardening of Pharaoh. God said that he would do it, and we've observed God doing what he promises. Now, Jesus taught his disciples to believe in God. It says, see, Jesus taught us a principle when he was teaching this about this this tree. He used a tree to teach this principle. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto them, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursedest is withered away. Yeah. And Jesus answered, saith unto them, Have faith in God. Yeah. Jesus had cursed it. Now they should have expected that. That's what Jesus was saying. Yeah. You're, you're amazed because it's so soon. That's right, so soon, whether no, when God curses something, it's immediately cursed. It's not, you know, it, 
So anyway, uh, this is, see, they didn't understand it because this is outside yes. the domain of human understanding. That's right, amen. And human understanding really it was a transformed of yes. Jesus Yes. was exalted. But now it is transformed. So now yes. there's no excuse Amen. for people that say they are God to balk. See, yes, this, that's right. Amen. Not wrong now. That's right. Now God does not speak as men speak. He, he just doesn't. Although sometimes men try to speak like God, they speak just they try to speak just as though they had the power. Yes, see, right. there's some every in every one that has flesh is has a temptation to do this. They try to speak like they can accomplish what they purpose. That's right. Now, I, I'm going to go here. He said, well, you should say the Lord willing. If we live. If we live, yes. So see, the thing is that I can purpose to do a lot of things. But if I'm going to accomplish it, God's going to have to actually Amen. give me the strength to do it. Give me Amen. the provisions to do it. Give me the things that are required in order to do it. So Because I can't fulfill my own will. I can't. Nobody can. They're just deceived into thinking that if they do, God is the one that gives us all things freely. Right. He's the one. See, that falls into the camp of yes. the pride of life. That's right. Amen. Isn't that a marvelous statement? Now, we're just talking about going into the city. That's right. Yeah. But see, this is the if I live, yes, that's right. I'll go into the that's city. That's right. So that, this is how God's people should think. That's right. They're making your plans. You yes. always affix this, affix this to the plan. If I live. That's right. Lord and the Lord will. And the Lord will. Yes. Amen. Two, Amen. Two gates. So see, God has has given us given us a lot of different things, understanding a lot of different areas. And as we use it, we have to use it according to, to this principle. Yeah, that right. you know, I, I am seeking to know the Lord more, but see. How am I going to do it? How can I was just talking about endurance with Brother David Bueller. But see, how you don't preach endurance, you preach Christ. And then you, you, you preach. And as you do, as the people abide in him, they will endure. But see, if you just focus all your strength on I gotta endure, I gotta endure. It's that's you're not gonna have the see yeah, you're exhorted to endure. Yes. Yeah. That's how this yeah. Amen. He doesn't. He doesn't leave with just that you're just going to endure. Yeah, that's right. No, but but he, everything is in Christ. That was. Oh yes. Yeah. If, if you buy in Christ, that's endure. right. That, yes. That's that's, that's the big if. So see, God alone is the one that empowers His will. <laughs> that's right. Uh, God alone. So you say, well, I'm living according to His purpose, His will. I know it. You know, I, 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 I But you didn't do it. He gave you the strength to do it. And so that's the that's the point. It really ministered to me. Jesus' parable of the rich man confirms what we're saying. He said, "This will I do." Now think of how many times he says, "I" here. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, "Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, yeah. eat, drink, and be merry." But God said unto him, Thou fool, fool. Yeah. this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who's, who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So, so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. The man has a built-in sense that he's eternal. 
He, see, the, the, there's a sense in which every man knows. Some people say it like this. Well, when I die, my ashes are going to go into the earth, and I'm going to become a part of the earth again. See, but yes. They know they're going to carry on somehow. It's built in the man. We're made in the image of God. But see, this is an order that we might seek God. Yeah. Not so that we can, you know, come up with some Hindu kind of thing. Uh, how about reincarnation? This is all built on man's, it, they have a sense that yeah. they're going to go on. Maybe I'll go on as, as a cricket and yeah. learn patience as a cricket. Well, see how absurd yeah. it is. But see, they have this built-in sense. Now, this is what he says. All souls are mine. That's right. They belong to God, and they're going to go back to God. Yeah. So this isn't something. This isn't like a like a mysterious area. We have revelation on this. Oh, yes. This isn't something that you say. Well, well, this is my soul. Well, he said, "Okay, your soul." But see, you're going to. It's going to have to come back to me. I, it, you're going to have to give an account to me of what you've That's done right. with That's your right. soul. Remember there in Hebrews 6? Yeah. There's a little group. Mm -hmm. People were dawdling around, not growing. Mm -hmm. He says, let's go under the things. He says, this will we do if... That's right. If yes. God permits. Amen. So a person That's who's right. sluggardly and not yes. growing is not guaranteed. They don't know if they can or not. That's right. right. If God permit, that's right. So Amen. Man, Amen. Here's some. Here's a man failed. God didn't permit. That's right. Amen. 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 You see, Jeremiah had the right perspective. He said, "Oh Lord, I know yes. that the way Amen. of man is Amen. not in himself. Amen. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Amen. Oh Lord, correct me, but with judgment, not in Thine anger, lest Thou bring me to nothing." Pour out thy fury upon the heathen that, that know thee not, and upon the families that call not on, the, on thy name. For they have eaten up Jacob, and devoured him, and consumed him, and have made his habitation desolate. So this is, he had the right perspective. See, he, he knew it was not in himself. I don't have the strength. I can't get this done on my own. But he knew God could. Now that is a good place to be. To know, see, and and that and that was a, this was that was spoken in the darkness, in the dark age, at the time when very little revelation had been made known, and yet his acquaintance with God, the fact that God had called him to do a work, he, along with that, brought this light, this understanding that I can't get this work. It's a good, great work that He called him to do. Yeah. But see, he knew, I can't do it on my own. I'm going to have to trust that God is, what a great thing. See, now we've been called, we have the Holy Spirit living in us. How much more yeah. can we accomplish as we submit? See, we yeah. just submit to do his will. Yeah, you, I'm sure everybody has noticed this, but when you're, you're actually committed to the Lord, and people speak to you like you weren't committed to the Lord. Yes. It's it's offensive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's and right. You know, if you notice, notice here yeah. you are, you, you've actually given yourself to the Lord. You're, this is how you live. But yeah. this, this person doesn't live that way. Yes. So they talk to you. Yes. Like you don't live that's that right. way. That's right. Oh, yes. It's, it's highly offensive. Yes. That's yeah. right. Amen. Amen. Now, we find that it, the Pharaoh has forgotten his own history. Yes. He's forgotten it. Okay. 
Now, it, it, he's forgotten all about a slave named Joseph, right, that was wrongfully accused and was bound in the prison house. He forgot all about him. God didn't forget about him, no. Nope. He's forgotten about the Pharaoh that had a dream that none of the magicians or wise men could interpret for him. But Joseph did. He's forgotten about that. He's forgotten that Joseph, a Hebrew, had God used to save their nation. They wouldn't even be there. They for, he forgot that. He forgotten that because Joseph had interpreted the dream and saved all of Egypt from a terrible famine, Pharaoh had made the Hebrew named Joseph second in command over Egypt. He conveniently forgot that. that, that wasn't, you see, this was something that they wanted to expunge from history. They didn't want to, uh, they didn't want to keep it active. See, he, he had forgotten that the nation of Israel came into Egypt as friends. They were friends. And they were given the best of the land. He forgot that. He'd forgotten that it was Egypt that determined to make the Hebrew slaves. That they didn't do anything wrong. They didn't strike up a rebellion. This was something the Egyptians began to fear that they were going to take over. Or join, you know, if some enemy came in, that Hebrews would join them. Yeah. He forgot that. He's forgotten that Pharaoh had ordered the mass murder of all the Hebrew children two years and under. He forgot that. That, that, that. In other words, that wasn't in his mind while he was, but it should have been. This was his history. This was the history of Egypt. We know how meticulous they were about their history. And yet he had forgotten all this. He's forgotten the, the times that he himself has promised to let the Hebrews go Yet his hard heart overturned his own words. Now we have continually witnessed the anger of Pharaoh over and over and over. Anytime he's pushed up against the wall, he gets angry. And he responds in anger. So it's no surprise that his reply to Moses is also spoken in anger. This is what he said. He says this to Moses. Pharaoh said unto Moses, Get thee from me. Take heed to thyself. See my face no more, for in that day thou seest my face, thou shalt die. <laughs> See, it's all spoken in anger. We, we all know that anger can make you say things that you yeah. wish you wouldn't have said. Bluster. Yeah. So, it appears as though Pharaoh lives in this domain. He, he, feels, he feels as though he is superior in every way because he believes he's a god. And now you've offended me, and now my wrath is going to come out to you. Well, this is what Moses said. <laughs> Thou hast spoken well. I will see thy face again no more. And the Lord said to unto Moses, Yet I will bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go hence. When he shall let you go, he shall surely thrust you out hence altogether. Yeah. So this is what, you know, he's, the, the Lord has been actually very patient with Egypt because he's been building a case. He's been showing us how God reacts and how sinners react. He, he, it's all lived out right here. You know, with our, our vile nature, that old man, is capable of every single thing. It's capable. We've seen it. We've seen mass murderers. We've seen abortions are like, they don't think anything about it. Nothing about it at all. Why? Because see, the old man that corrupt, he's corrupt to the core. He's corrupt. 
and he will make people do things that they that they wouldn't imagine they could do. Yes. Yeah. And another way to, to think of that is that the the fallen nature yes. is incapable yes. of attaining to the righteousness of That's God right. or the mind of Christ or Amen. any of those things. Yes. It is of the earth earthy. Yes. Amen. It's nature. That's it's right. the nature of earth. Amen. And we have another nature. Yes, amen. A new creation. Amen. Created in Christ Jesus. That yes. wants nothing to do with that. That's right. And the old man dwells exclusively in believers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Amen. The, the world, that's what they are. That's only that. That's what they are. That's right. Yeah. That's what we were. Yes. See? So, the new creature. Yeah. So we, we do those in the yeah. body still. But mm -hmm. the yeah, you, you're the only one that's got him, but yeah, that, uh, I Well, you got this. Is I I remember. Um, I think it was. Um, can't remember his name now. His brother Harold Roy Key yeah. would talk about the cosmic. <laughs> the con and, and see, this is going on in each one of us. It, this isn't like I come into Christ now. I have no more conflict. No. You've still got conflict in you. There's something that would rise up if you don't suppress it and keep it suppressed. That's right. And we've given all the resources to do it. It's not like, you know, this isn't something he tells you to do. You, it's impossible. As you submit to him, as you live for him, you're given the resources to crucify the flesh, to put off the deeds of the body. And when you do it, then, see, you, you're saved from all the effects of that. Sister? This is, this is such... Uh, a pivotal event mm -hmm. in history, in human mm -hmm. history, yes. uh, that repeatedly God tells them, remember this. Yes, amen. Remember yes. this. Yes. They're yes. told, it, rehearse this yes. to yourself and That's to right. your children. Amen. Remember amen. this. Yes. And there is much to be seen in it. Amen. And what you've amen. drawn out is a lot of things people don't consider. Yes, sir. But this this is a wealth. There's a wealth of knowledge of God mm -hmm. in this account. Mm. Amen. 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 Now, while I was going through this this play, you know, this is it, seeing where God has put you in Christ and understanding the see that. That God has put us in, in, a, in, in the best place you could possibly be in this world. You're, he put you in His Son. In other words, you, the, there's a part of you that is, is, is leaning towards the darkness. Okay, that, that, that flesh, the old man, however you want to look at it. God put him on the cross, but see, he's not dead yet. So that, he's, he tries to, but see, the new man in Christ is, is capable He's capable of just putting on, putting, putting him up, putting, not listening to him, not adhering to what he wants, and and so this this conflict between light and darkness. See, we are all living testimonies that this is true. Yeah, yeah it says that a living dog yeah. is better than a dead lion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because life is superior. That's right. Amen. In any form, yes. life is superior Amen. to death. Now we were dead in trespasses. That's right, and sins, amen. And this life that we have in Christ Jesus mm -hmm. is superior That's to right. everything yeah. that we were 
and that still is remaining to be just put down. But we, we, we don't identify ourselves with this. We know it exists, yes. but we don't identify with it like that's what we want. That's yes. what we long for. That's what we desire. That's what we, we chase after. No. To be dead to the world means to be, to be cut off. Yes. Our, to set our affection. Yes. Singular. Amen. All. Unite right. my heart to fear thy name. Yes. To set our affection on things that God doesn't yes. leave any room Amen. for affection to the earth. That's right. See, you know, God tells us how to, how to respond. It yes. is not I. Yes. Amen. This is not me. That's right. See? Yeah. And when you... Of course, you've got to know what Jesus has done. This is not me. Mm -hmm. No one will overcome sin until they're able to say that. Mm -hmm. Amen. Brother Robert? Yes. It, it, uh, you know, it seems to me the Lord has been using Moses as a servant here for all, all these plagues, making the announcements yes. to Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. but this last one he didn't. Yeah. God dealt with Pharaoh himself. That's right. You see, that comes a point where... We can be obedient. Yes. And uh, God will use us mm -hmm. for His will, mm -hmm. but it's time for Him to step in. That's when right. When that happens, you can forget about any resistance at all. That's right. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 And that, yes. will, that will happen. Yes. Uh, on the day of judgment. That's right. Amen. Amen. This, this thing is the presence of evil, whether it's not evil. Is so reverent that Judas was one of the twelve. That's right. Yeah. Amen. He was really one of the twelve. He yes. wasn't a He was. Yes. He Amen. Fell by transgression. Yes. That's the same condition we. Mm -hmm. This is a very real presence, but it's really not me. Yes. Mm -hmm. See, it's against everything that Christ has made you. That's right. You see, he, you're a new creation. But see that that, that these co-inhabit one body. And this is why the distinction um, has got to be made every morning when you wake up. You put on the armor. You, you ready yourself for the battle. Why? Because it's a battle. There's, there's not a day going to go by I mean, that, that if you leave a door open, believe me, the enemy will rush right in. It will. Now, and also, but see, this isn't the only. This is, this is true. But if you press in, another door will open. That's exactly See, if right. you press in, God, God's not a, you know obtuse to, to your desire. You want you want to serve Him. You're pressing in. You're crucifying the flesh. What happens? He'll bless you. You'll be able you'll yeah. be able to get victory over whatever's bothering you. I mean, bothering is a weak word. But see, you got an enemy, and he doesn't want to just bother you. He wants to kill you. What he wants to do. But see, I. The grace is superior to all these things. Grace give you the power to say no to sin and yes to righteousness. And I, I thank God for these illustrations. See, how would we know of this great conflict and how great it really is without all these illustrations God given to us in His Word, where these these brethren had to live it out for us to have it. And I thank God for that. Any other comments? Any other comments before we? Close. Oh, Brother Robert? Yes. In uh, Exodus 10, 27, it says, The Lord hardened 
Pharaoh's heart. Yes. And it's all the way through from the beginning of this whole account. In That's Exodus. right. Amen. He said he's going to harden his heart. Mm-hmm. And in uh, Romans chapter 9, verse 18, mm-hmm. Therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy. Yes. And whom he will he harden. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. All i got to say is, myself and many other people had very, very hard hearts and got in mercy. And yes. Allowed us to. Amen. To, to repent mm-hmm. and to seek Him. That's right. But uh, there's another kind of hardening. Yes. That uh, I was thinking about this, and I found the scriptures. Uh, mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter three, verse deceitfulness of sin. twelve. Mm-hmm. Take heed, brethren, lest yes. there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief, That's right. departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily. Yes. While it is called today, lest yes. any of you be hardened part of the deceitful right. of sin. Amen. Amen. That's so right. We get involved in sin. They will deceive us, and we'll be hardened. That's right. The deceitfulness of sin. That's right. Sin. Yeah. Yeah. Sin is just simply thing conduct that's not harmonious with heaven. That's right. Amen. It's stuff that doesn't you can't take to the other side. That's right. Amen. That's what it is. And yes, it can distract people. Yes, and so see you can see the danger then of creating a list that doesn't encompass enough. <laughs> you know, you create a list of these ten things. As long as you don't do these ten things, you're going to heaven. Yeah. There's a dangerous thing. Well, it's, it assumes you're omniscient. Yes, amen. <laughs> so, but see that a lot of a lot of religion has done this. Exactly. That they've created exactly. a, a pattern. They say as long as you fit into this pattern, you're okay. No, that isn't at all. It sin is so much more over encompassing than that. Right. And so is righteousness. These lists, you notice they never that's have things like love the Lord you're going to that's right. so much. That's, that's, that's never in the list. Yeah, that's right. Lists. Yes? Amen. But see, this is required. Resist the devil. That's never, that's right. that's never in those lists. That's right. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Mm-hmm. And be mindful of the great plot of witnesses. That's right. See, you can overcome if you just press it. Whoever trusts in the Lord and lives by faith, they'll overcome. See, these things are, you oversimplify them and then it doesn't work in you when it should. Disarms you. That's right. Yeah. Well, praise God. Thank you, um, brother, and on live stream. We appreciate your presence and we we um, just know that we are praying for you and ask that you would pray for us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for giving us grace to believe. Father, we thank you for your, the Lord Jesus Christ, that, Father, he laid down his life that we might have life. We ask, Father, for grace, Lord, that we might apprehend more of, of the things that you have provided for us, the things that you have given us in Christ. Father, help us to not be deficient in, in, in living for you in any, any way. Father, help us that if there is any kind of deficiency, that, Lord, that you would show it to us. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would you would judge us and help us, Father, to live uh, in, a, in a perfect manner towards you. We desire this, and we know, Lord, that it's your purpose to bring us to this, eventually to bring us to this state. Father, yeah. we help us, Lord, to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. Amen. Father, we know, Lord, that they, that they um, constantly are trying to overtake us. We have this old man that's not, not content to be on the cross. Father, help us to have grace to crucify the flesh and to put to death the deeds of the body. Father, we ask, Lord, that we would, we would honor you in, in our lives and everything we do. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would, um, you, you, you would help us because, Father, we know that it's not in us. The power is not in us to accomplish this. No. 
But Father, we ask, Lord, that you would give us grace, give us the power to do your will. We thank you, Father, for, for the comments tonight, all, everything that was spoken. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would bless uh, the, the live stream, brethren. We very much appreciate the presence. And that, Father, we know, Lord, that, that they are praying for us. And we, Father, are praying for them. And we thank you, Lord, for this meeting tonight. We ask this, all this in your son's holy name. Amen. Yes, amen. amen. I think a lot of that just not ever talked about. I think a lot of that's not ever talked about. Well, you are absolutely right. Just not believe. Yes.